Frank Goldendale, and hello to all of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the fruited plains from sea to shining sea. This is the host who loves you the most, Luke Throop, here on another wild, whimsical Wednesday, friends, Torch Report 339, The Dangers of Disbelief. Today, we're going to be looking at everything that's going on, you know, and when we look the other way and pretend that it's not happening Bad things happen. All it takes for evil to prevail is for good people to do nothing. But it's human nature, friends. When we 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 see all the stuff that's going on, we don't want to think about it. We don't want to deal with all the terrible things that are happening all around us all the time. We want and even need to believe that everything's going to be okay, that the good guys are winning, that the storm will blow over, this too shall pass, and friends, it will. But... Bad things are happening. Things have gone horribly awry. And while there is always hope for better days, there is really no going back to the way things were. This is the reality that besets us. This is what we need to deal with. Of course, today, you know, uh, you know, still all the squawk in the news. Donald Trump was just arrested on junk charges. And that's very upsetting to a lot of people. And rightfully so. You know, constitutional attorney and liberty firebrand Mark Levin has labeled this gross abuse of justice as the real insurrection, says Levin. And I quote, mark it on your calendar. Today is the day of the real insurrection, April 4th, 2023, when the Democrat Party for the first time in our history used a radical Marxist DA in a Democrat city with a Democrat grand jury and a Democrat judge manufactured a criminal case against the leading GOP candidate for the presidency. That's the real insurrection. That is the Democrat Party is trying to imprison the possible, if not probable Republican opponent to the current Democrat president. This is unprecedented, says Levin. In our country, it's never happened before. And the Democrat Party has finally succeeded in dragging the nation into tyranny, period, end quote. Now, friends, I don't disagree. But here's the thing. The corrupt two-party political establishment has been dragging our nation into tyranny for years now, even decades And at this point, for anyone who's been paying attention for the last several years, the question is, what do you expect? Did you expect justice to prevail in a corrupt judicial system? Did you expect corrupt politicians to intercede on behalf of the American people? Did you expect that? It's been said, and I've said it before, friends, there there is no cavalry coming. Do you think we're going to be able to vote ourselves out of this mess? I don't know. You know, there's always hope, friends, but I do believe false hope is just as dangerous as naive disbelief. And anyone who thinks that our election system is safe and secure is painfully ignorant of the facts at hand. If the last presidential election electing the sock puppet to be the most popular president ever elected, if that wasn't enough to convince the skeptics that the whole system is rigged, friends, consider the ongoing sagas that are playing out across the country. A few links to a few articles here in today's report. Election machines stopped working in Green Bay, Wisconsin, and officials had to borrow machines from another county. No doubt these machines were probably connected to the Internet and able to uh, 
you know, manipulate the vote count at will, but it's just another ongoing saga here. Also, stunning election law violations on the University of Michigan campus are revealed. 120 individuals registered to vote after the election and their ballots were still counted. How about the physical inspection by ballot printing experts that confirms an intentional change was made to the printers on election day in Maricopa County. They changed the printers. Now you recall uh, over 70% of the Republican precincts in Maricopa County had issues. People were told to go home, to come back that, you know, it wasn't printing on the right side of uh, right size of paper and all that, but it was intentionally made. Those printers were changed the day of the election. This is not conspiracy. This is not, uh, you, you know, we're not making stuff up here, friends. The election fraud is gross and rampant and right out there in front of God and everybody. Uh, you only need to quote the sock puppet himself to say, you know, Democrats have the most inclusive sophisticated and inclusive voter fraud operation in American history, friends. They've mastered it. And of course, that's all just the tip of the iceberg. But most Americans don't seem to care. You know, for those who are keen on the election interference, Tucker Carlson just pointed out the obvious fact that Trump's indictment is really the boldest election interference ever attempted in this country. And again, it's happening in broad daylight. But even that just doesn't touch the breadth and the depth of it all. Friends, in fact, it doesn't even scratch the surface. It doesn't scratch the surface of what came to light in the Twitter files regarding the weaponization of the federal government being used to rig American elections, to change public perceptions, to get people to vote for insanity. So yes, the arrest of Donald Trump is unlawful and unjust. And yes, it is historically unprecedented to arrest a former president who was the leading candidate in an upcoming presidential election. Yes, this attack on Trump is more of an attack on the American people than anything else. But at this point, friends, what would you expect? What do you think is going to happen? Okay, Trump is facing 34 felony charges that could lead to 136 years behind bars. And that's not counting what's coming from Fulton County, Georgia, and other places. So let me ask, do you really think that's going to happen? Do you think it's going to happen? You know, to quote Biden, come on, man. You know, do you think it's going to happen? Think about it. Everything that I just presented here is just a drop in the ocean. I could go on and on ad nauseum, but that would be missing the bigger point. The Great Reset is upon us, and that is the bigger picture. And in my mind, that is the only framework through which one might hope to accurately assess what the hell is going on out there. You know, <laughs> friends, we discussed yesterday that everything that's playing out right now is ultimately leading us toward so-called global democracy. It's the global democracy of the new world order that all the global elites are squawking about, you know, and as discussed yesterday, the cosmopolitan perspective is that we are each global citizens and we're participating in the great global story, racing against the clock to save ourselves from the catastrophic climate crisis and implementing the socialist solutions of the UN Sustainable Development Goals, the Agenda 2030, friends. Never forget that this is what most people, are, uh, what the most powerful people on the planet are working toward. They're working on it around the clock. 
They're working on it with essentially limitless funding and insanely powerful 21st century technologies that can manipulate public perception at will. The weaponized AI, the sentinel surveillance, the social listening, all of that, friends. As we've discussed, these people, the global elites, the global cabal, they want to depopulate the planet and enslave us all in a great inescapable surveillance state. And they are very, very, very near to pulling it off, friends. That's the bigger picture. And that's what we need to keep front and center. That's what we're up against. It's not just this this whole thing with Trump. It's all, it's all of the above. By the way, <laughs> in, in, in the uh, scope of the bigger picture, have you noticed how no one is talking about COVID right now? And yet, we still see people wearing masks. You know, just out yesterday, I saw a bunch of people wearing masks. I'm like, what the heck is wrong with people? You know, well, they're not getting the information that says that the masks are useless. So they're going to keep wearing the masks because of the behavioral change created by the massive psychological manipulation of the pandemic. Nobody is talking about the millions of adverse reactions and the deaths associated with a death jab. And yet people are still being told to get their boosters right there. Uh, link in the report today, friends, straight from the CDC's website. Go get your booster. Kids as young as six months old. Go get your booster. Nobody's talking about Fauci, uh, you know, the, and his and his ilk, you know, their crimes against humanity. Nobody's talking about that except for the fact checkers. Of course, the fact checkers say there is no crimes against humanity, you know. Nobody's talking about the gain-of-function research funded by taxpayer dollars and conducted in a Chinese lab. But, you know, and this is what turned the whole world upside down, but nobody's talking about that. Why is that, do you think? Why do you suppose? Now, the simple answer, friends, is because they don't want people talking about these things. They want people talking about Donald Trump. They want people talking about drag queen story hour. They want people talking about systemic racism and reparations and police reform. They want people talking about assault rifles and weapons of war and gun control. They want people talking about threats to democracy and violent right wing extremists. In short, friends, they want people talking about anything and everything except for actual reality. And if people don't talk about reality, then they cannot face reality. If the people cannot face reality, then they cannot deal with reality. And if the people, if we the people cannot deal with reality, then humanity is doomed. (laughs) And that's coming from an optimist, friends. But that's how they win. They just divert the attention over here. Don't talk about what we're up against. As mentioned, uh, in the slow roll of insanity, that was Torch Report 331 last week. Something, I'm just going to read a little excerpt here. Something that has fascinated me the most as I've dug into all of the sordid history of the global cabal is how organized they are. They are meticulous and methodical. They have, you know, there have been a lot of very brilliant minds that have been tackling the task of wrangling the whole of humanity for a century or more. They've understood human nature. They've understood how to manipulate emotions and perspectives and behavior. They've known how to form consensus, how to build capacity, how to launch initiatives, how to roll out an agenda. In other words, friends, they've long mastered the political craft. So all of what's going on, I see this as as a display, as evidence of them having mastered the political craft, manipulating emotions and perspectives and behavior. Thus, 
while the grassroots of the GOP, you know, good old fashioned red blooded Americans, conservatives all across the country were up in arms about Trump's arrest. It's wrong. It's unjust. It's it's completely unacceptable. And yet the most powerful Republican in the land remains mum. And instead, Mitch the Turtle McConnell has issued a statement praising Finland's acceptance into NATO. And of course, Finland's acceptance into NATO is going to ratchet up the tensions with Russia, move us one step closer to nuclear war. And when all of this comes boomeranging, <laughs> boomeranging back into the headlines, Americans will have been sufficiently primed for the next round of hate, just like George Orwell's hate week. We got to hate the evil Russian tyrant, you know. And again, this, too, is is master of the craft, because after all, Mitch McConnell is a master of the craft to quote the hill.com quote. There will be other shoes to drop, and I expect Mitch McConnell knows more about Donald Trump's situation than we do. Pause. You think? Do you think Mitch McConnell has insider information he knows more than we do? Maybe. I don't know. Continuing on. He is, Mitch McConnell is, one of the most influential and best informed people in the country. And he has all kinds of sources of information, and he probably sees other things coming. Period. End quote. He probably sees other things coming. It makes me curious. It makes me wonder, what does Mitch McConnell see coming does he see millions of genetically modified radiation resistant Chinese soldiers coming? Are they coming over the hills? The red coats are coming. No, it's the genetically modified Chinese are coming. You know, does does Mitch McConnell see sudden cyber attacks leading to a catastrophic grid collapse? Does he see that coming? Does he see a future where you will eat bugs, you will own nothing and you will be happy about it? Does does he see that coming? Does Mitch the Turtle McConnell see creepy robotic dogs patrolling the streets of small town America coming? Because it's coming, friends. All the all the uh, articles, all the links, all the sources right there in the report today. Friends, do you think that Mitch the Turtle McConnell sees the rise of more radical communist politicians claiming power in the U.S.? Like what just happened in Chicago? Does he see more of that kind of stuff coming? Does he see a hung election and a civil war coming? Because Bill Gates does. Friends, if only we had a looking glass. Wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't it be nice to be able to see what's coming? We can't. But I'll tell you what I think. I think that he does see all of this coming. I think that he knows that all of this is coming because he's in on it. You know, I think that this is all part of the plan. I believe, you know, quite unfortunately, that the destruction of America, the country we love, it's almost complete. It's a systematic destruction. And this includes the dethroning and the dollar and all this other stuff. I believe that the end game is coming. It's nearly upon us. I believe that none of this is inevitable, though. You know, I, I do believe that there is still a path forward. That there are ways in which we can correct course and reclaim the country that we love, but none of this will be easy. It will require a massive revival of the American spirit. Give me liberty or give me death. I will live free or die. Massive civil disobedience and peaceful noncompliance. That's the solution. We must stand together in the face of tyranny and say no. It's going to require sacrifice and hardship. 
But most of all, friends, it's going to require that we face the reality of all of the above and that we deal with it accordingly. Our failure to do so is failure for sure. And that is the danger of disbelief, friends. And that is the message of my heart for today. Friends, if you're enjoying this podcast, please take the time to find that little heart and click that heart. It's on the Substack app or on the website. You click that heart. It gives me some love. It makes my heart soar like a hawk and it boosts the articles in the algorithms, friends. Uh, Don't forget, you can support this publication by joining the Patriot Club. Subscribe if you have not subscribed already. And of course, the greatest honor of all is if you share this podcast with everyone you know. Friends, get out there and embrace this wild, whimsical Wednesday. Stay wise, and I'll look forward to talking to you again soon.